Welcome back to Left of Normal, where everything that isn't right is left, and everything that is left is right. I'm your host, Scott Siri. Uh, you know the drill. Before we get into this, I appreciate that you're here. I love that you're tuning in. I appreciate your support. Uh, if you would subscribe, rate this podcast, however that is available on the platform you're tuning in on, that would be great to help spread the word even further. Uh, Last week, we touched a bit on some social expectations that are out there and how the left of normal mind views these things. I also tried to get a little glimpse on how the normie mind views them as well, but not having that mind, it's a little more difficult. If you haven't had a chance to listen in on that one, go ahead and fish finish up this episode, and then just scroll back to number 120, this is 121, and listen in and see what you think. Let me know, give me some feedback on that, especially a couple parts in there that I asked if anybody had some insights. This week we're looking at the idea that you might recognize some autistic traits in someone else, or perhaps someone's spouse or child. And sometimes when you see something, you want to say something about it. Something such as, are you autistic? Or have you considered the possibility that you're on the autism spectrum? Or, as I have been asked a number of times, what the hell is wrong with you? Did you eat a lot of paint chips as a kid? Or are you licking toads again? To which I respond, I'm not not licking toads. Now let's jump right into this and see if we can put some sort of semblance to the thoughts and ideas. Now, if you ever, if you see someone, if you ever see someone and you think, hmm, I wonder if they're on the autism spectrum. The first thing that you should do, the first thing anyone should do is stop to think, why does it matter if they are or not? And why do I think that they might be left of normal? Now, before we go any further, I do want to point out that there's nothing wrong with seeing someone act in a particular manner and then wondering these questions. I'm not here to shame anyone for having their thoughts and opinions. And the reflective question of why doesn't why does it matter is not a way of saying mind your own business, but rather what are your motives for thinking this way? Are they altruistic or are they going through your mind with a thought of well thank god I'm better than that guy? Okay, so back at it. There are certainly signs and traits that someone might be on the spectrum. And if you've listened to pretty much any of my previous episodes or read anything about autism spectrum disorder or have been alive for more than like a decade or so, you probably know what those signs are. So if you watch someone act and interact with other people, and you have the suspicion that they might be on the spectrum, there's a good chance that they might be on the spectrum. But you have to keep in mind that many of these symptoms and these outward displays aren't just autistic traits. There's significant overlap between autism, ADHD, ADD, bipolar, depression, and a whole host of others. If you're aware of all the nuances and you know what to look for and you have a experience dealing with people with various mental disorders, 
then you are likely then you likely are certain which category these people fit into now for the rest of us it's really not that easy and that means you're just curious you want to know if they're autistic basically to satisfy your curiosity so there are a few determining factors uh, to decide whether or not it's appropriate to ask these people or their family if they're on the spectrum or not. The first thing that you need to think about is, is it necessary? Is it really necessary to ask them or their family? And by that, I mean, are you a casual acquaintance, a friend of a friend, a colleague, or someone who really doesn't have that much influence in their life and they don't have that much influence in yours? Or is this your brother or your nephew, a student in class you teach, someone you work with that you have direct responsibility for? How is the relationship between you and the person you want to ask about their autism or lack thereof? Uh, because unless you're an expert, you can scroll back and like, 15, 20 seconds or something to see what that means, or very close to the person, it probably, it's probably best to make a mental note that you think this person might be autistic so you can accommodate them as such. And by accommodate, I mean don't infantilize them or talk down to them, but don't force them into awkward social situations and probably give clear answers or clear instructions so that they are uh, very aware of what you're asking overly sarcastic, doublespeak, and, or saying one thing and meaning the other generally only confuses people and doesn't lead to anything good. So now if you pass this first criteria, and it does seem important uh, that you should ask, now it's time to carefully plan out what you're going to say. Now we all do this uh, from time to time, and those on the spectrum tend to do it even more. Uh, that is planning out, scripting out, uh, entire conversations that may or may not ever happen. So think about this. If you were a teenager and about to ask a girl on the date on a date for the first time ever, your first date, first girl, first time ever asking her out, would you just uh, go up there and wing it? Or would you kind of plan ahead and make sure you didn't look like a fool? Or perhaps when you go into a job interview, uh, would you just walk in without a clue as to what the job was about, where you'd be working, or anything like that? Suppose you were giving a speech. Uh, would you jump on stage to do any kind of speech, really, but let's say a graduation speech to a crowd of recent high school or university graduates? Would you just jump up there and just start talking, or would you think about and plan your words carefully? Obviously, the plan your words carefully is the right answer here. If you did not come up with that answer on your own, then I suggest you scroll back to the very beginning of this podcast and start over. Really pay attention next time. So, it shouldn't be that when you talk to someone about their mental state of mind without prepping first. If you just jump into a conversation and say, hey, you're super weird, are you autistic or something? You're probably just going to look like a jerk at best. Okay, so you have a good reason on why you should be talking to this person. You have carefully planned out the best way to go about bringing up the topic, and now you have to do a bit of research or 
at least observation, about how they feel about the spectrum in general. Sometimes uh, people don't even realize that they might be on the spectrum, and if you just jump right into it, it kind of blindsides them. Or So there's a lot of people who still believe uh, we're all a bit autistic, or we're all on the spectrum to an extent. Uh, for my own version of the spectrum, we got the left, right, and normies there there is a spectrum that goes to the right of normal however in general no we're not all a bit autistic there are other people who believe that autism isn't really a thing uh, they think the person's just lazy or in the case of some of my upbringing it's just the work of the devil uh, some people might have wondered already and determined that they are not they're just introverted or weird or one of the many other mental disorders or abnormalities or neurodivergent ways of thinking that I I mentioned a few of those earlier. Others might just be an outright denial that they even could be on the spectrum. So you have to kind of feel them out, get to know if they're receptive or not, and then carefully weave this into a conversation. Uh, Sometimes it's even just best to bring up a book or a movie where autistic people are discussed, such as The Curious Case of the Dog in the Night. It's a great book. I suggest you read it or listen to it. It's got a lot of insights into a younger child's autistic way of thinking, something similar to that, and it can spark a discussion around it that can open the doors for you. Uh, You could even say something about Hey, I came across this really neat podcast. It's called Left of Normal, and the host is a total badass. I suggest you tune into it. That one would go over really well as well. All right, so you have a good relationship. You've done your homework. You know how to approach it. You still have to ask yourself why. Why bring it up at all? Uh, I, I kind of figured out a few different reasons here. You might bring it up because of your own curiosity. You just want to know. And there's nothing wrong with being curious. It just uh, sometimes we don't need to know some of the things we're curious about. You might bring it up because you see them struggling and you want to help. You might bring it up to their parents because you recognize patterns and you want their kid to succeed. You may bring it up because you're on the spectrum yourself and you know of a really cool podcast that they can tune into so that they know they're not alone in this world. Uh... If you need some help with those podcasts, leave a comment and I'll direct you to the really cool one that I'm thinking of. You might bring it up because getting an official diagnosis can take a lot of time and cost a lot of money. And something that usually takes longer and costs even more as an adult or as a child. All right, so we've walked through all of that. We know the why, the how, where, when, what, all the good W questions and an H. Now, let me give my personal thoughts on most of this. Right off the bat, if your intent for asking is malicious, people will be defensive. If you're asking or pointing it out because you want to belittle the other person or feel superior, you're just a horrible person and you should keep your mouth shut. Now, if you had approached me 15 or 20 years ago asking if I'm autistic, I'd probably tell you no, I'm just very introverted. Uh, 
Uh, if you were a close friend or family member, I'd probably belittle you a bit and say something like, gee, thanks for making my weirdness out to be a mental illness. And obviously today, if you asked me, I would say, yes, I even have an entire podcast about it. Now, if you came up to me and you said, hey, your kid is weird, is he autistic? I'd probably also belittle you because that's a really stupid way to ask. But I did have a friend. Uh, he asked one time if my son had Asperger's. There's no real context, but we're close enough, and he didn't do it maliciously. It was just uh, uh, implied I recognize some of these traits. Does he have Asperger's? And I said, yes, he does. And so do I. That's what my whole podcast, Left of Normal, is about. And I can't say that I've ever really had someone uh, whom I'm not close to or I don't know very well, I haven't really had them ask me about it. I've had friends and close family. We talked about it. I've had people who have tuned in to this podcast bring it up in real life. I don't generally talk about it much in real life, in person, more through the uh, computer because there's less chance of judgmental feedback that way. But I've never had a stranger, really, or just casual acquaintance say anything about it or ask me. Uh, today, if I did, I would say yes, and I'd direct them to this podcast or the Facebook community to learn more about it. In years past, I might have said, I don't think so, although I do have some Asperger's traits. And as I mentioned before, many years ago, I would have just said, no, I I'm not. So the bottom line is, if you see someone and you suspect they have autism, uh, maybe it's somebody you know very well, maybe it's somebody you don't know very well, maybe it's somebody you've just met, would you or should you say anything to them about it? I'll liken this to an idea that I posted on Facebook this week. If you see someone that you suspect is pregnant, should you say anything? Nearly all of the time, it's a big fat no. And there's no offense to any big fat pregnant ladies out there that might be listening. But if you have a good motive, a closer relationship, and uh, really an altruistic reason for asking, then asking with the right words can lead to positive discussions. So... If you're close to a friend and you are very suspicious that she might be pregnant, you wouldn't say, hey, yo, when did you get knocked up? Instead, you would use a bit um, uh, more pleasant terms. I can't think of the word right now. Calmer terms, uh, uh, something not as aggressive. And you'd say, hey, when are you due or how far along are you? The same goes for, well, asking really any personal question. It doesn't have to be autism versus pregnancy versus anything. If you're trying to approach a delicate subject, think about your words a little bit more so you're not left offending people. As someone who's on the spectrum, sometimes I can get caught up with uh, just being direct and blunt, and that comes across as rude. Scroll back to the previous episode on social expectations if you want to learn more about that. But for now, you've had a peek into the world where everything left is right.
And if it feels right, then it must be left. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Please join the Facebook community. That's facebook.com slash groups slash left of normal community. And feel free to ask any questions you have over there. You're not going to offend me, even if you are rude and or blunt. Remember that most left of normals already know they're different and likely on the spectrum, even if they've been officially diagnosed or not. Without a good reason to ask about it, it just makes them feel bad. And of course, share this podcast with your friends, whether they are left, normies, or right.